Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and brought to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Of Earth. I think I'm gonna need some backup. Can you show us the way? Of distant galaxy, they have come to Earth. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. the big one holy balls ha ah, hello everybody howdy and 
Sorry, welcome after a brief hiatus back to Movie Sucktastic. Oh, the episode that didn't happen tonight. Almost. 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 Yeah. What a day. All I could say is what a fucking day. It, it would have been... Yeah, let me fix this. It would have been easy to just say, fuck it. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, borderline. Between between bus fires and chocolate land, it's just fucking chaos. Oh, my God. Traffic upon traffic upon commutes. Oh. 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 Insane. Oh. All right. So this week, we're reviewing the um, Menem Golan, Yoram Globus, oh, train wreck. Canon films. Canon film train wreck that is Masters of the Universe. A film <laughs> that... Even rewatching now as an adult, I still hate because I felt like when I saw this when I was, and I wasn't even, well, I was a kid, but I was like 12 years old when this came out. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt like they took my childhood, shit on it, and just lit it on fire. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Because I collected, uh, I watched the show, I collected the action figures. I was a kid when this was popular. This was really popular in the early 80s, 81, 82, 83, in that range. Well, and yeah. I was all in, all in. And we'll, we'll get into that in, in, a, in a couple minutes, yeah, as far as like the time frame. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this movie was made like five, six years too late. Well, I mean, before we get like, to the Exactly movie, so. like the Garbage Pail Kids, made way too late. Right, but let's let's. I mean, before we get into the film itself, just the the basic idea. First of all, um, when you get into the directors and uh, of the 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 producers, no, well, the director really, uh, Gary Goddard, and uh, the the people that were behind the script, screenplay. Right. Uh, there there was a lot of love for um, comic books, and the toys. Uh, basically, the toy line came out in eighty one. Uh, yes. Right. Uh, the toy line introduced the characters, which were introducing little mini comics that you would get with the toys. I had all of those. Right. So they had a little storyline going there. In 83, the cartoon came out. Yep. And, uh, I, I mean, Saturday morning cartoons just scare the shit out of me because <laughs> when you when you like when you do the research like cause I, I I remember watching it, but you do the research it's like, okay, it came out it only was out for two seasons. And there's like 150 episodes. Yeah, they were it's much like holy shit. Much like Transformers, they we're talking like 40, 50 episodes a year. Yeah, they would pretty much do one one per Saturday. Yeah, they were <laughs> the, they were. Or no, no, cr- they, were, they were weekday shows. I'm sorry, they would show them after school on the weekday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch them before I would yeah. go to school in the morning. So, so they 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 were filling up like. They, they, and I don't know why they didn't just like show reruns over and over again because we wouldn't have noticed. But yeah, they were cranking out mess load, uh, mess loads of these shows. Yep. So you've got that from '83 on. Now, th- when you read about the director and the screenwriter, the movie is based on the toy line, and not the cartoon. Uh, so yeah, and, and you know what? Let me tell you something. That that is true because there's the one they. Uh, they send in four characters to go get the key and bring He-Man back alive, and that's um, uh, Beastman, Blade, Beast Blade, Man. Blade mm-hmm. uh, a character named Sorod, Zorod, Ed, yeah, the lizard and, guy, and then Karg, 
which <laughs> doesn't exist in the toy line. Karg, really? That's the odd man out? I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> yeah, Karg does... I mean, obviously they made a toy when the movie came out, but that was the intention. They created uh, an extra character just so that they can make a new toy. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not have Karg. When I'm watching this movie as a kid and then re-watching it as an adult, and I look at it, I'm like, who the fuck is Karg? I don't even remember, I don't even remember Blade. Yeah, Blade was in the cartoon. Um, okay, and now, he, he did have a toy. Then, he did have a toy, but he was he was in the cartoon. Um, Beastman, right. where they refer to him in this as the Beastman, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Why put the the in there? Well, he's it, the Beastman. There's no, only one. No, no, he was just called Beastman in the cartoon, and the action figure was called Beastman as well, not the Beastman. That's probably Langella. Langella wrote a lot of his own stuff. So and, well, the and, and you know oh, no. what? Thank fucking God. Because <laughs> yeah. Langella, Langella's performance is is awesome. He It, it is a wasted talent in this movie. Oh, let's, don't, get, don't jump ahead. I really want to focus on the origin of the movie first. Okay. Because he, here's what I'm getting at. Uh, the director, screenwriter, the people, the, the creative talent behind the film... Uh, were really inspired by like old Steve Ditko comic books. They wanted to make and you know the comic books that were released with the toys. They're going off the toy line and they want to do like a comic book type movie. Golden Globus, uh, typical attitude of that time period. Comic books are for kids. We're making a movie. Yeah, now, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't realize they're making a kids movie since it's based on a toy line. But that's Golden Globus. That's why this is the film that sunk fucking canon. Good. Because you, you know what, they obviously didn't have the fucking budget to put it on fucking, uh, uh, you know, in the in the universe that it, that He Man is in. They have to bring it to fucking Earth. It's like really, originally it, it could, originally it could not thing have was been a, a more fucking boring idea than to have the He Man universe on Earth. Was, what the and, fuck? It took and, everything that was amazing about the cartoon and the action figures about being on this other in this other world and they bring it to earth i believe that uh the director uh goddard i believe he had to actually uh fight near the end to give them at least the bookends of it being uh, in eternia so it was so the whole thing wasn't on just on earth I, and, I, I and think, you know what they were, the, they were really paring down the budget the eternia stuff they're just filming in new mexico for christ's sake like they do everything else i mean come right? on uh, but well, the Eternia well, stuff doesn't look that bad, specifically like when they're in Castle Grayskull. I'm gonna, hold on, let me cut you off on that. What? I just, I, I keep getting sidetracked. I just want to cover real quick the whole idea of why this film sucks, sucks so much. <laughs> okay. I, all right, just, I mean, just from a concept level. So you have the creative team who's like, "Hey, we're doing this. We want to do it like a comic book movie." The pr producers are saying, "No, comic books are for kids. You got to make this like an action film, uh, but for kids. So whatever." Uh -huh. um, they're 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 intentionally basing it on the toy line that came out in eighty one, the cartoon which most kids remembered and which was incorporated in the toy line came out from eighty three to eighty five. Right. The film is released in eighty seven. Can't have started being made until eighty five. So by the time they're making the film, the cartoon is out and is. He Man, He Man, ba 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 da, ba. -ba. I have the power. Yeah, it's just right. it's iconic. Right. So, I did not want to go see this in a theater. Right. And I so loved my, fucking He Man. But my point is, not only are they making the film two years too late, 
they're also ignoring the main thing that drove the the He-Man beyond just a toy line into a co- you know pop culture icon, which was the cartoon series. And they're they're just throwing out the cartoon, saying no, we're basically on the toy line. Anybody who had the toys watched the fucking cartoon. Right. So even the creative element of this film are lost. I mean, you know, they're they wanted to put a credit to Steve Ditko in the credits, like like a, a, a and and Golan Globus said no. I think Ditko would say no because <laughs> it says yeah he was like he was uh, they were inspired by the old Ditko comic books. That's that's great, but you know what? You weren't even going off of the you know you're, you're going off the comic books that came with a toy. You're not going off the cartoons. You you've already alienated. Ha- your audience before you've even tried to placate them. Yeah, I mean, I even went to go see the He-Man She-Ra movie that came out in, I think, 84. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. They, then that spun off the She-Ra cartoon, which I watched, but not as religiously as He-Man, because it had a girl in it. Uh, <laughs> but but in, in all honesty, I mean, I did watch both of them and had... Watch that poor after Gem. I never watched Gem. <laughs> and that's that's the god's honest truth. I would admit well, to that. Of course not. <laughs> no one did. Well, Come you on. know, you know, it was funny. Real quick with Jim, not to get off track. Uh, Too late. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> they made a movie called you know Jim and the Holograms or just Jim. And Mayor saw the trailer and she was excited. I go, don't be excited. <laughs> it was practically straight to video, uh, and she's because the cartoon sucked. And I said they made a movie out of this. It's like, ugh. So now, I, I, I'm I'm just double checking because I I don't remember the He-Man She-Ra movie. It's from what I'm seeing here. It was He-Man and She-Ra a Christmas special, and it was a, a TV special. No, there was a theatrical release. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra. It might have it might have had just She-Ra in in the title because it introduced She-Ra. There's She-Ra Princess of Power, but that's a TV show. Right. Well, it, the not- movie introduced She-Ra as He-Man's long lost sister, kind of like it's a not- Star Wars thing. I'm just not seeing a theatrical release of a She-Ra movie here. All right, I'll I'll look for it. I okay, know, I know I, I, I know I saw it in the theater. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 so rare that I get to do that to you. So I, I had to do. It. <laughs> but I I just wanted to get that out of the way that so just like the garbage pile kids making this making a movie on a trading card game and then doing it after everyone's done with the trading cards, uh, they're 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 not even aiming at the market. Right. That they're aiming for, so it's bizarre. Now, Frank Langella, the only reason he did the film is because his kids loved He Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, so he said, "Yeah, I'll do the film." Huh. <laughs> that's the that's how they snagged. And I, I always love reading that and all all these things. Oh, yeah, I did it because my kids liked it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't think Frank Langella was that busy in the in the late eighties. Um, no, he wasn't. But still. Yeah, it's called He-Man and She-Ra, The Secret of the Sword. came out in 1985. So if you just do a search for The Secret of the Sword. Oh, all right, you know, because I, I followed, like, the, the link for He-Man, the character, and it doesn't show it in, in the He-Man character thing. That's why. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it, that it, came so, out uh, March of 1985 in the U.S. Okay. of A. And I saw that in a motherfucking theater. Oh, here it is. The Secret of the Sword. Yep. Okay, it, it's it's not... It doesn't say He-Man or She-Ra. Well, uh, the, the, the original title is He-Man, uh, She-Ra, colon, The Secret All of right. the Sword. Well, as I say, IMDb I, has I, it I as... I could the swear secret. 
when I saw it in a theater, that's what the poster said. Oh, no, the poster probably did. I mean, the official title on IMDb is The Secret of the Sword, and then, uh, a.k.a., when it came showed on TV, The Sword of She-Ra. Ah, okay. All right. Oh. Just a fem- f- feminist slap on to the He-Man, M- M- R, which is full of male imagery. I'm not even getting to that right now. That's, uh, <laughs> wait, till we start, wait till I start telling you my theories on Skeletor. Forget it. Oh, uh, yeah? Um, Oh yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Holly gave me a look. I, I mentioned to her. She's like, "You really think so?" It's like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> <laughs> and she had a great theory about uh, Greece, which I'll tell you later. I think you like this one. It, it, hold on, it, that's not the meme that's going around uh, saying that uh, uh, Sandy is dead, is it? Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a meme that's been going around. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay, she told it to me. I, I assume. Yeah, it, it's it's an okay meme. Uh, it, it, I like I, it. I, it's fine. I, I could give like a sh- I could give you. a shit. Did you see the video? I, I'm getting slightly off track, but did you see yeah. the video I posted on our Facebook page about the uh, the film theory thing about um, the Matrix? No. When did Go you post? It? When did you post it? it? I, like like last night or the night before? Oh, I dude, I haven't. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, two, the I last am, two days, I haven't done anything. Ninety percent of film work. theories. Yeah, ninety yeah, percent of film theories you find on. YouTube are crap, and I don't even like most of this guy's film theories. But his one on the Matrix is spot on. Really? Okay. Like it's fucking brilliant. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's just like this, and and I think he got a lot of credit for it. Other than that, most of his stuff is just like, eh, okay, not bad. Uh, but I I shared it on our Facebook page. I thought it was like brilliant. I'll so check it out. Get, take a look. I'll check I it out. I just mentioned that because of my Skeletor theory, which we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. So that was that's the basic setting. Shit filmmakers making a shit film, targeting an audience by totally ignoring the audience they're targeting. Completely. And like right. I said earlier, I, I'm i the target audience for this. I grew up with the toy line and the comic and the cartoon. And when this movie, my aunt actually had told me, because she had this fucking thing for Dolph Lundgren, uh, oh, they're making a Masters of the Universe movie. And I said, uh, okay, it's not called he-man and the masters no it's just called masters of the universe and i remember saying to myself why why is it just called masters of the universe and i said okay fine so she gives me the magazine that shows it and i see duff lunger and his he-man i see skeletor i and it had this whole it was like this 10 or 15 page spread on the and i'm like i don't want to see this i don't want to see this (laughs) (laughs) you know I, i i was just like this looks like shit like no, I don't want to see this. So and you were right. Yeah, I didn't go see it. I and I would have, had it been done correctly, had it taken place entirely on Eternia, I absolutely would have. Well, my parents would have paid for it, but I would have absolutely seen this in the fucking theater. Absolutely. Just two years earlier, I saw the He Man Shira movie, and I was elated. I was just like, this is awesome. Elated, eh? Elated. We're actually using that word, elated. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's how just, I felt just, about it. Just checking. Um, of course, this has a very young Courtney Cox in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. She takes place on Earth, and she is breaking up, or she's contemplating, remo- removing herself from the. Te- I believe it's in Texas, uh, or wherever the fuck she is. She's removing herself from that scenario because her parents died in a plane crash, and uh, of course, her father was flying it. A la JFK Jr. 
<laughs> Obviously, wasn't a good enough pilot, but uh, <laughs> they die. Okay, basically, they... she killed her parents. That's basically the gist of it. It sounds like it. Uh, well, no, no, yeah, because no, but she said she killed her parents. Well, she did because she was supposed to go to the beach with them, and she said she didn't want to because she was actually going to hang out with her current boyfriend instead. And the parents said, "All right, we'll." Just go fly somewhere, because I can fly, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they fucking die in a plane crash. So she's uh, beating herself up about it pretty good. And uh, she should. she's uh, going to be moving to the East Coast to remove herself from that entire scenario, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's when He-Man and his uh, merry band of idiots <laughs> <laughs> decide to uh, go into... It's not even the future. It's just the different universe. Different is, universe, right. Which now, is Earth. Now, the film opens up in Eternia, right? It opens up in Eternia. Skeletor and, and, uh, has basically kind of won the ground war. Well, uh, here, here, here's... I, I, I gotta share... I'm watching it with Holly, who I don't think watched the cartoons. I doubt okay? it. Okay? So, here's somebody who's unfamiliar with it, watching it, and okay. she's asking me questions. So like, like first is like, how come how come all these stormtroopers look like Darth Vader? So I don't know. They weren't in the cartoon. <laughs> no, they I have no not. idea. Um, then she asks, well, all right. So that so Castle Grayskull, that's Skeletor's castle. So well, no, Skeletor lives at Snake Mountain. Says, but it's Castle Grayskull. He has a skull. Wouldn't that be his place? It's like you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were marketing to kids who pay attention, yeah, you'd think skull. That no, that's not his place. It's it's actually it's it's like it's not an evil castle it's a neutral castle. So how can you tell? So well because I know and supposedly the architecture is supposed to tell you that but it doesn't. Well and I'll tell you what the the whole the whole the, the castle Grayskull, like the inside and everything uh, because they don't, didn't have the budget even for they didn't really have the budget for Eternia at all. But right when they were in the inside they did have some set design. You could tell they spent some money on that. But everything else where it's like matte paintings. And you know what? You could tell, but it still looked pretty fucking cool. Even the outside of Castle Grayskull, when they were zooming in on it, that was all matte painting, and I was okay with that. You know what? I I, I don't think that the that the set design or the matte paintings and all that stuff was that bad at all. Yeah. As say what passed for choreography whenever Dolph Lundgren leapt into the screen with his <laughs> waving his dirty big sword around. His big fat sword. That that first scene. Where yeah. smacking <laughs> you in the face with his big fat sword. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even even the first scene where like they show him on the mountain and then the people are walking around. She like Holly's like, well, all right, well, how come they haven't got him? So well, they're looking for him. This is really like he like just jumps down. So well, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there's like cut, cut, cut. Swing, but like not even like pretending to have any choreography. No, it's just, like they it's like they gave Dolph the sword, and like after a couple of days, tell you what, we're gonna cut away. <laughs> Everybody will jump around a bit. We'll cut back, and you go. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, usually the first fight scene is like the like you really put a lot of effort into it, and it was like right. the most hastily shot. From that point on, it's gone. Well, now, yeah. Well, and you know what? Yeah, another thing that they didn't do, obviously, because they didn't have the budget, probably because it wouldn't have worked out because it is the '80s, and we saw how the film Beastmaster was. Uh -huh. He didn't have his tiger, the Cringer Battle or Battle Cat, which is battle. what he became when he became 
Superman when he transformed from Adam. I have the power when he became Prince, Superman. Prince, Prince Adam. Prince yes. Adam. So, you know, they yeah. didn't bother to <laughs> even include the fucking tiger that he had well, that could well, talk. Prince was, was Prince Adam in, in the comic books, in the car, in the uh, toy line? Yeah. All right, because they don't even do that. I mean, Holly, like, had some residual memory. I, I mean, honestly, it was just funny watching it with somebody else who just didn't know enough. And because the, the movie doesn't tell you enough. Because she's like, isn't he a prince or something? Like, yeah, Prince Adam. So, like, the, for the first 15 minutes of the film, she's like, how come he's not going to change yet? So what do you mean? I was like, when is he going to change from Prince Adam in the He-Man? I said, no, he's, he's He-Man now. So, so where's Prince Adam? So there's no Prince Adam. <laughs> yeah, Prince Adam was a lie. Don't, ignore, no, ignore it, Prince Adam. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's something else for and you. here's the thing too I don't entirely disagree with cutting Prince Adam out altogether no well w there was so much to cram into this film right well even if they remade it now that, that was I would uh, yes I know okay <laughs> but even if they remade it now I would be okay if it was just He-Man and yeah, no Prince yeah, Adam yeah I, I, I agree with you on that but I, I, I just again the film is leaving out stuff and it's not addressing things and they're rushing everything. They, they're just rushing it, to the backstory, to get them to New York. Uh, not New York, no, sorry. It's Texas. Texas, yeah. Texas. Well, when they first showed up, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, so when they first showed up in the park, it's like, what's that sound? It's like, oh, wait, 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 Central Park, right? And then the cow shows up, it's like, oh, okay, not Central Park. <laughs> Which apparently, I mean, I know it's Texas, but it's a pretty, seems like a residential area. It's like just the cows wandering around. Well, it happens. It's, yeah. it's nitpicky, but it's silly. No, no. I've seen cows wandering around in, like, Virginia, so I'm sure they're wandering everywhere in Texas. Sure. Like like monkeys in India, just everywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. On your, you wake up in the morning, cow on the roof. It, it well, yeah, it just it happens. Just so Hit it with your car, so, turn it into dinner. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like you said, it opens on Eternia. Uh, Skeletor has taken over Castle Grayskull. Captured uh, the princess, Sorceress. whatever her name is, sorceress. So actually, I had I had to make that distinction uh, to Holly. And then um, uh, Evil Lynn's helping Meg Foster. What a creepy chick! I always liked Meg Foster. I don't like her because of her eyes. You know, you know what it is with Meg Foster? She's not a great actress. No, no, no. No, no knock against her, but her eyes is in the fact that she's. A, you know, attractive. Oh, that and carried her a long way. That's carried. That is the reason she gets work. Yeah, but I, she, I, she's even said, like, as far her, her, as her eyes go, um, that sh she's like, she comes with her own special effects for sci-fi films. Right, because of her eyes, they're like this icy blue. It's like this shade of blue that I, I, I don't. Stop. That's like zombie white. I don't. I don't. Yeah, what the it, fuck it, is. it is like. Um, it's a color and, I've never seen before. And she is slamming as Evil Lynn. Oh, yeah. She she rocks it as Evil Lynn. She pulls it off. Not Again, not a great actress, nope. but she's got the presence. She she can deliver a line, and she's got those fucking eyes. Yeah. And, and, and the only other films I think of when I think of her besides this is They Live, obviously. That's about the only other thing I think of when I think of her. Honestly... I always remember... Um, was she in Blind Fury? Yes, Blind Fury. She's she the was. mother that gets killed That's in the right. beginning. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just remember, like, because I, I saw that, I think I saw that in my life before they live, and her eyes always freaked me out in that film. 
Oh, I mean, and she's only in the film for like five, like five minutes. When, yeah, you know, it's killed. I, I can't think like, past uh, this. Blind Fury, they live. Other than that, I couldn't tell you what else she was in. Well, we we discussed a couple others that we'll mention later. But okay. yeah. And again, uh, I only had one idea for a movie challenge, and when we get to that part, we can talk about it. If you don't like okay. my challenge, maybe we'll do something else. But we'll there was only one movie I kept thinking of, and it's because of Billy Barty. Now, so take I, that I into consideration. Billy Barty. Now, I will say this. I didn't even think Skeletor's costume was that bad. No. I, I was actually okay with yeah. Skeletor. Even when I was a kid, I don't know. I just had this... Uh, I was just okay with... It's like, listen, I know they can't do it exactly like the cartoon because he's essentially a skeleton. And yeah. you know, I, just ha I was just okay with it. I, and I was I, never, I never had a problem with Frank Langella's performance, even as a kid. No, he's, again, he's the only real actor in the film. And some of the lines yeah. he has, which apparently he wrote himself. Wasted, <laughs> wasted <laughs> talent. And now, and, and you know what? I didn't know he did that. And when you told me that this episode, it makes a lot of fucking sense. Because he, like you just said, is spot on. Well, a, the, a, waste, the a wasted uses, talent. Well, the one line he uses is like, I'm not in a I'm not in a forgiving mood today. Vain. Something I'm that, not in a forgiving what? vein. Vain today. That's actually from Shakespeare. Oh really? It's like I think Macbeth, Hamlet, something. I forget. I forget which well, one. Well, when Evil Lynn introduces the four characters, I love the line where it's a uh, curious quartet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I know he wrote that. Now that you said that he wrote some of his stuff, I go, I okay, he definitely wrote that himself. <laughs> you know, he reminds me of Cletus from Flash Gordon at that point. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's a few things in this film that reminded me of Flash Gordon. And when did Flash Gordon come out? Around the same time? Uh, a no, year Flash or Gordon, no, Flash Gordon came out in 1980. 80, okay. Because not only does he, he remind me of Cletus. Have we ever, uh, we some, haven't reviewed what? Flash Gordon, and now that we you mention it. Flash Gordon. I, ooh, yeah. I should have, I should have well, thought about Flash still Gordon. We still have time. Well, okay. Hang on. Yeah. Let's not get astray. Let's not now, get, okay. So, some of the music, oh, by the way. Uh, when the when you know you're 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 in trouble with Masters of the Universe, when the credits come up, it's like oh, so we're gonna rip off the Superman opening. Even the we? music sounds like Superman in the opening. Even the credits, like da 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 da. Yeah, the the music is it. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised they didn't have some sort of a lawsuit because it sounded too similar to Superman. Uh, the tones are off. You know, I'm sure. It's no, no, no. I, I, well, now, I know it would ha they they would have to have a lot more for a lawsuit, but. I, I'm surprised uh, that they didn't even they didn't even try. And I guarantee you the only reason they didn't incorporate cartoon aspects of this is that they couldn't get the rights. Maybe. I had I, I guarantee it's a different different rights for the broadcast and for the television stuff, which are different creators than the toy line. Otherwise, why the hell would you not go with your preset theme, He Man? Ba 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 da ba ba. That's a that, that's a catchy fucking song. Sure. I had the I had the uh, the video game, uh, yeah. the the television video game, the Atari twenty six hundred video game. It was horrible, but I had it. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had it, and even the game had that music. They were able to to do that music. But it's like you see the potential 
in in in, in Evil Lynn's and Skeletor's costumes and and you know Langella them getting Langella and him like you know throwing stuff in there. You're right. That was one of the quirky quartet. <laughs> yeah, the curious quartet. And they got the sexual tension between him and Evil Lynn. You know that going on. Um, I did not suggest I'd go. Then you shouldn't have fucking spoke, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're paraphrasing, I think. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> and, and sadly, and, and I think you're right with the whole idea of leaving Eternia, because I think the whole film falls apart once they go to uh, Earth. The second they get to Earth, and the only reason they did it, and I don't have any proof oh. or, or read it anywhere, they just, I can guarantee you, they just didn't have the budget to keep it on Eternia. Oh, no. That's what. It, that's why they originally wanted it to be entirely on Earth because there's no budget. Yeah, uh, twenty-two million they spent, which is one of the more expensive films in 1987. Well, it it's made... one of the most expensive Golden Globus films, which is why they folded. Yeah, well, good, uh, but it made <laughs> seventeen million, so it didn't even make back the money they spent. Well, it shouldn't have. I uh... Uh, now here. Here's another thing. It's just far as backstory. Now they got rid of Orco. Uh huh. And again. And again, I'm saying I, I guarantee you, it's because they couldn't get cartoon rights, and Orko was from the cartoon first, right. and they made a toy out of him from the cartoon. Well, that's why they so, created Karg, I bet, to replace not, somebody. Not Karg. Uh, it was a different name than that. It was Karg, the guy with the white hair. No, no, no. I'm talking no Orko, the little wizard guy. Oh yes, 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 that yes. That Bill Sparty's character replaced him. That makes complete sense now that you mention yeah, it. Yeah. But, and and that just under when they say oh we just want, we were just following the toy line it's because you couldn't get the rights to the cartoon so you couldn't use the the tiger you couldn't use Orko well that and the that fact stuff. that even if they could get Orko do you know how much money they'd have to spend to have well, him float around everywhere that too but they could have just put like Billy Barty in like a robe you know that would have been fine but they couldn't yeah. even do that so they had to it would have been cheaper to put him in a robe with like like a black face instead of like dressing him up like this weird creature. Right, uh, which you, you could see name. part of his face when he talked, too. The costume was so fucking bad. Yeah. Jesus Christ. My, my, my favorite uh, costume thing was for uh, the Beast Man. The Beast Apparently, Man. Apparently, because of the, what he had in his mouth for the jaws, he couldn't close his mouth all the way when he was in costume. <laughs> and, and he would start drooling, and then the drool would fill up the chin of his mask. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> It's like in, in Evil Dead, uh, uh, Evil Dead 2, the one scene where um, when, well, fuck, the what's-her-face comes out Henry of the... Henry yeah, Henry. when she comes out of the... The, the, um, the fruit cellar. The fruit cellar. There's a shot uh, that she uh, that she's on... I mean, you could uh, you could see she's that she's floating. on... She's floating, which is on wires. You could see the, uh, just this viscous, like, beigey liquid pouring out of the side... Of the costume, ear. Right of the ear, ear because of how much that per the person in costume was sweating, mm -hmm. and uh, there's because there's a making of on the DVD that uh, the special edition that we have, and I watched it and I'm like that is fucking foul, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking latex and, and costumes and whatnot is that's disgusting. Yeah, no, it's horrible. And you and now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it every time I watch it. It's just like I'm I'm waiting for it. Just see this no, stream. Yeah. Of just beigey liquid just pouring out of the costume. That that's one of the things that makes that film that kind of stuff that's in there. It's oh, really yeah. just, it, yeah, uh, that's great. But anyway, but anyway. back to man. Uh, now here's where everything falls apart. Obviously, when they go to Earth, right? Right. Because because they they uh, 
He Man bumps into uh, Man at Arms and Tila. Yeah. Now, here's another one. Ten minutes into the film, again, if you're watching the film and you don't know these characters, Holly's like, so so him and his sister are going there. So now, whose sister? What? He Man's sister. It's like, no, they're not related. That's that's the daughter of Man at Arms. Right. Who's that? The old guy. It's like, oh, I thought he was his father. No. <laughs> but. And I'm not knocking her. They don't explain it. He just like bumps into these two people. And like, oh hi, hi man at arms. He doesn't even call him man at arms, does he? Mm, not right away. No, not right away. They just, they just talk. They don't even like give character names in that scene. They just move on. They don't mention Tila's name till later. I I, I don't know when they actually call um, Duncan at some point. But why the fuck would you call him Duncan when he's man at arms? Yeah, I think that they refer to him as Duncan mostly in the film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's man at arms. Yeah, like what, what the is that fuck? Much of a mouthful. Bet you Dolph Lundgren had problems. Not at arms. Well, he he was still working with English. He wasn't English was still iffy with him at this point. So he was he was right. I mean, out of nowhere, just for no reason, he just kept telling people he was going to break them, and they're like, "What's going on? <laughs> well, why do you keep saying that?" <laughs> How many times did you do that during the film? I did it twice. Yeah, <laughs> I will I break must, you. I must the skeleton. I must break your skeleton. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's lame, everything but it's he still hits. Funny. He destroys. <laughs> uh huh. It's too easy for me to just challenge you to Rocky Four. I'm not doing that. So <laughs> if you watch, if you watch carefully, you'll notice that every time he speaks, it's all in short sentences. Oh yeah. He, he doesn't have a they, lot of. They long knew what they were working sentences. with. They knew what they were working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, originally, I, I, I read that they they actually had in the contract where they they were allowed to uh, dub his lines. Oh really? But he. But he put it in a contract where he was allowed two, two shots at dubbing them himself, and then they were so behind budget, like fuck it, just leave it in. That just well, fine. Well, why waste? Basically, like why waste the time dubbing twice with him? Because <laughs> that's not going to be any better. There's like yeah, fuck, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> we're already over budget. <laughs> I don't think he was that bad. I mean, as far as like for this film, right. but yeah, you pay attention. Very short sentences, one, one, one. They didn't give him like dial, you know blocks of dialogue to work with and mm. which is probably one of the reasons why the film feels very slow it is a slow movie it's fucking boring well even yeah, no, right. i'm sorry a he-man movie it should not be boring there, there's just so much going on in the in the he-man universe that it just just, just well, the fact that it's on earth is just reason and you know what the copy that i have has director commentary on it which i did not get to listen to oh I, dude I, I wish i had had the time and actually i was gonna listen to it last night but your your uh system was down so i couldn't get to it what time did you try and watch oh, eight o'clock nine o'clock it was saying it wasn't connectable oh i dude i, I did a 15 hour day yesterday so i had never even but, logged into my system <laughs> but you should have just I'm texted dying, me I'm i can log in from that. anywhere yeah, I, I'm just hoping it's. A, well, uh, when was the commentary recorded? That's the question. Was it like when the DVD came out? It's got to be when like, the DVD came out. Because because I want to hear the 20 year reunion one where it's like, oh yeah, this bullshit. <laughs> like where they don't care. Yeah, uh, actually, from what I understand, from what I've listened to, it is only the director in a room. Okay, that's it. It could uh, well it could be someone else. No, you know what? It, there is one other person. But I don't think it's anyone from the production of the film. I think it's just someone that's moderating. I I just remember, I was talking to somebody recently about again like it was one, uh, I think it was City of the Damned, 
uh, like an old zombie film, okay. and it was commentary or an interview with the director, but we're talking like 30 years later. He was like, yeah, the lead actor, I hated him. Yeah, uh. <laughs> couldn't act for shit. I wanted John Saxon. They wouldn't give me John Saxon. I got this guy. He was stiff as a board. He couldn't act. He didn't want to, He was in a soap opera, so all of a sudden he's in my film. <laughs> I love that kind of commentary where you you separate the years, and it's like the the the, the need sure. to actually like pretend that you did something on purpose is gone. It's like, yeah, what the fuck was like this? the like the Chud commentary? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, that oh, the, fucking guy. The, the, oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he wrote a nude scene in there. Yeah, we all know why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they was pretty much like calling the guy like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, to, to yeah. Call, call him a Those pervert asshole. Yeah, you know, they got a. Oh, I, I love that. You know what was a good commentary too? Was not to get off track. Was what? the uh, we talked about it during our review of it, but the uh, the the, um, the Linda Blair film. Uh, oh, the Savage Streets. Savage Streets, great audio commentary. It's like. Couple decades later, yeah, it's not it's and not mean spirited, but they're like, yeah, this was crazy, you know. I don't know what we were doing here, and yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was uh, all the you know, uh, it was the the one guy that was the uh, the he huh. was the head gang member, and I think one of the one of his uh, henchmen, and then uh-huh. uh, it was two other guys. Maybe it was the director and like yeah, a I think production it was guy. It was the director yep. and a production guy or sound guy or something. Yeah, and but that it was, was a great. It was a too. great audio commentary. It's it's so I I got I, I wish I'd gotten a chance to listen to it before this episode. Um, all right now now we mentioned Earth, when they get to Earth. Yeah. Uh, Gwildor has created a sonic key which uh, Evil stole from him. I wonder how. <laughs> and so they they there's this thing where they they uh they teleport themselves into Castle Grayskull and then realize that was a bad idea. And then they teleport themselves randomly to Earth. Um, They didn't know where they were going. They just knew they had to get out of Dodge. Yeah, so of course they end up in the cesspool of the universe. Yeah. Uh, Texas, Texas. not Earth. (laughs) And uh, they bump into Courtney Cox and uh, the young guy who I I, I just... He he reminded me so much of... um, uh, Oh, what's his name? The guy who plays... uh, he plays uh, Scooby Doo, Scrappy, uh, Sh- Matthew Shaggy, Lillard? Scooby Doo. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me so much. Like, like it could be him. Like, if, he, you if know, different... you know what he looks like? He looks like, uh, like, he looked to me. He looks like Chris Pratt. Uh, if there, Chris Pratt like too. went back in time. <laughs> you know, you know what? It, yeah, you know what it is. There, there's such. I I had to check IMDb. I went through his entire list twice. It's like I know this fucking guy. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks like every typical '80s guy. Yeah, in a TV show, I was like, I, I noticed. No, I don't. I, and he I, looks I a I lot no, like fucking Chris Pratt. <laughs> I, at least I thought. I was like the whole time I'm saying, I'm like, I know it's not Chris Pratt, but is this like Chris Pratt's uncle or some shit? It, it, yeah, it, it's it's really he's got one of those faces. It's so typical of the '80s that you just really think you know this guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah and then so she, her parents are dead. I wonder if that'll come back later. And. <laughs> They they find the key and he thinks it's a Japanese synthesizer because he's mildly retarded, yeah, and yes. uh, I, I I'm not sure why I guess because it was the 80s but I guess they thought music would play a really big part in their audience of comic book slash cartoon slash toy playing people. Well, didn't they try that, and sell a soundtrack for this too? Did they? They must have. I think they did. Well, uh, I, I gotta look it up now. <laughs> I'll let you look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. 
<laughs> but you know, I bet you I know it's not on the soundtrack. What's that? Yeah, because that's a cartoon. They couldn't get the rights for it. Exactly. Uh, there's yeah, there, a... there's there's a motion picture soundtrack. Of course there is. And, yeah, and it's it, it's forty dollars because I guess it's rare. Yeah, because no one bought it. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! You can't even listen to it. It just says here it's forty bucks, bitch. That's basically what, that's what the auction says. It says it's forty bucks, bitch. <laughs> YouTube's probably got it somewhere if you did a search. Every, everybody posts shit on music on YouTube. That's the one thing I love with YouTube as far as like the copyright stuff. Right. You get all this old music out there that no one's actually looking for because there's no market for it and nobody like cares about the rights anymore. So you can you better luck listening to music than actually like catching an old TV show or film on YouTube anymore. Which makes sense since it was started by Bono. But anyway. Huh. Um, it's got 11 tracks. Um, so this is the score, I guess. Got, well, what else is it? <laughs> what yeah. else is there? Well, it looked like there was a couple of music videos, but... <laughs> is the Springsteen video on there? Yeah. <laughs> when do, do you know, I, I never knew about that. Holly mentioned it while we were watching the, the show. Oh, Ooh. really? No, I knew that. I no idea. She's, yeah. like, she's like, "Oh yeah, maybe Springs, maybe Springsteen's in here." So I, why would he be in here? So it's Courtney Cox. It's like I don't understand the connection. Yeah, she was. She was <laughs> so in his she in his video. She, he pulls her up on stage, and they're doing the whitest white person dance ever. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was, it was news to me. I had never heard of that before. <laughs> What? That's the other thing this movie reminded me of was Supergirl. Well, yeah, it's because Supergirl, the music and title sequences were a ripoff of Superman, and this was a ripoff of both. Well, what, what I mean, like even with the key, we're like, oh, this key, we open doors. I was like, yes, and uh, <laughs> and and um, and then with the Burundi wand, we can combine the right. forces. And have we not reviewed Supergirl? It's probably something I would have considered. That that would have been a great, yeah. <laughs> it's just the way we are. We are. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I recently pared down my DVD collection to a bare few, and one of the, one of the ones I'm still keeping is the uh, special is edition the, uh, Supergirl Supergirl special edition two disc set with the European cut. Oh. I'm not getting rid of that. I'm not. I don't care that I have it digitally I, I, restored. I'm, I'm looking over to my right, uh, and I I still have a DVD wall with like 500 DVDs on it that are worth jack shit. <laughs> I mean, I got a couple in there that might be worth something. Some of the numbered editions, like uh, Suspiria and Opera, and you know, uh, Army of Darkness, where they only made like twenty or forty thousand, or I forget what it was, thirty thousand, I think. Those are probably worth something. My Memento, you know, you know it's just. But everything else I have digitally, and there's just no reason to keep them. It's just, only stuff I keep is take, sentimental. That's why I still have two VHS tapes. Oh, okay. But you know which ones. VHS tapes? What do you have? Uh... Oh, I have three. I have three VHS tapes for sentimental reasons. You know them, right? Um, you know at least one of them. Oh, I can't. For whatever reason, the Bobby Benson film, I can't remember it. Oh, yeah, you got one right. Die laughing. That's it. Die laughing. And I also um, have the Wizard of Speed and Time. And. and Death Wish Three. <laughs> Death Wish Three. <laughs> Uh, I love Death Wish Three, and I, I, I'm always going to refer. I'm always going to refer to the head gang member with the 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 
the horseshoe bolding where just the stripe down the middle. <laughs> did we review that or did we, I just no? We we've course. just talked about it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we best. should we should review it because we've talked about it enough that it should be a review at this. You point. know, if we ever do that, we we know in the future I'm going to recommend that we we like once a month we do like a whole series review. Oh, like, okay, like, sure. Like all the Rambo's or all the Death Wishes or or all the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh God, how did how do you get through that in just a two hour episode? I don't know, but I I, I kept notes on all of them when I did my marathon. Did, oh, f- you better man than me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the yeah the the Springsteen White Dance video they they uh, they don't reenact it here, but uh, so they come in they come in contact with the key, uh, uh, Skeletor's people they can triangulate stuff because it's like they have swords but they have lasers go figure, and yeah. so then then Man at Arms He Man, it's just a big mess where they they I like the fact where. The, uh, the the beast the beast man and blade and all the people they go to the high school uh, saddest high school uh, prom ever and yeah. uh, they attack Courtney Cox because yep. why not and so she's being attacked by all these weird animals well they she attack they the, attack her because the key was there like five minutes ago but but I mean by they're attacking this girl I mean like oh well yeah like like, like she's He Man yeah, well <laughs> so yeah. she she runs down an alley and then she bumps into a half-naked man with a cape and gold studs. And she's and fine said, with it. It's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. And she believes him. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing odd here at all. No. Yeah. I, I, You have my trust, sir. <laughs> After <laughs> all this other shit. And I, I, know they, I know they show him put his sword on his back occasionally. There's no fucking way. No, no. Because when when she bumps into him, he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then, well, if like, you notice, walk... when he puts the sword in the back, you see him do it, and they, they quickly cut away, because it's like, we just need you to make the motion that you're putting it there, and then we'll cut away, and then that's well, it. You, well, you know, just harken back to the first time you see He-Man. He's watching Skeletor's uh, hologram say, I, I'm your roar. Yeah, and in the sky. The sword. He's holding the sword down, but out at such an odd angle so that you can see it from beyond the big cape on his back. Right. And so the big flowing cape, there's no kind of snaps there for the sword on the back of that cape. Nope. The only time they're there is when we have to see him put the sword there so we know. (laughs) (coughs) That's it. Now, it shouldn't bug me because it's based on a toy line in a kid's cartoon. But you know what those toys? That sword snapped on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I had the toy. So you know what I find interesting? The, the one of the action figures that I had, you mentioned that uh, the ones that you had, uh, I had an action figure, uh, one of the bad guys called Stinkor. Stinkor, and, I had Stinkor. Okay, so as a kid, I remember smelling this. It's like when I bought it, I was like, "Oh, this this is gonna really stink horribly." And I pick it up and I smell it, and it did ha- it did have a smell, but there are colognes that I smell now. Uh, just these days that smell just like stinkor and i'm like that was supposed to be this offensive smell when i was a kid growing up because they put it in this action figure and as an adult i'm like you're wearing some like fucking stinkor cologne you don't know this but i do (laughs) if if they made stinkor cologne i would buy it i bet you would Uh, yeah i would i bet you would you know, uh, speaking of the monsters real quick uh you you mentioned you mentioned the one guy that wasn't a toy um, oh, Karg. 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 I swear, Karg was. Oh, 
we we have all this makeup, this special effects makeup left over. Let's just throw another monster in. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I would even say like Karg was an early failed makeup test of Skeletor, and they didn't want to waste it, so they put a fright wig on it and <laughs> called it somebody. If you look at it, it looks like a pseudo Skeletor. I'm yeah, telling you, wouldn't doubt it. Early test makeup. Yeah. Well, there, not, there's there's a shot where Skeletor looks directly at the camera. Like he gets a little too close. And you could just see Frank Langella's face, like where the eyes are. You could just uh, see Frank Langella's face a little bit because they couldn't go completely around the fucking eyeball. Nah. <laughs> but it was just like, he probably shouldn't have zoomed in or got, he probably shouldn't have gotten that close to the camera. You know why? Because Frank Langella's got a good agent. <laughs> they, also he, they also, at his request, trimmed down the costume. They had so much more like padding on it and he made them like cut the arms off so he could actually move. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I tell you, I dig his costume. I really well, do. See, the thing is, Skeletor is as ripped as uh, He-Man is in the in the comic and the in the cartoon, and yeah. you could totally tell that Frank Langella not ripped at all. That, let me let me rephrase. I that's dig why Skeletor's he had costume. That, that's why he had the he cape pull- on him a lot. Yeah, but I I dig Skeletor's costume up until he pulls the God of Ra uh, <laughs> change. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm a master of the universe now. I'm all gold. Yeah. Let this be our final battle. <laughs> and of course, if you watch the credits all the way through, yeah. this was one of those movies where, because he falls down into like this fucking pit of like lava and shit, um, and you pretty much get the uh, you know, the assumption that he's dead. Uh, if you watch the credits all the way through to the end, spoiler alert. Uh, he his head pops up out of the the muck lava whatever the fuck it is and he just says I'll be back and then that's it it's over you know it's like I I half of his delivery I swear it's um uh Ripley's believe it or not <laughs> why can't I think of his name I'm a fucking god damn it oh you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, I do, and I don't remember yeah. his name. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's been a long day, and I feel very, very uh, sad that I can't tell you. Wait, Jack Palance. Jack that's Palance. It, Jack, Jack Palance. Palance. Yeah, half his delivery is like that's Jack Palance, right? <laughs> Especially and when, when he's, I'll be back. It's like that's Jack Palance. The, the yeah. you know, his Skeletor's face with the makeup looks like Jack Palance. <laughs> <laughs> if you just put Jack Palance in white face, that he would look like Skeletor. Yeah. That's what. That's the face right there. Tango. Cash and Tango. <laughs> Don't you're killing me. Uh, now we're 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 not talking about the big star of the film. My favorite here, my favorite character in the whole film, which is James Tolkien. Tolkien. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, did that guy ever have hair? <laughs> <laughs> Detective Lubick. Yeah, Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> he plays surprise, surprise. He plays a dick in this movie. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it at the end, and he's he's got like he goes, <laughs> I got this hot chick, and you know it's this well, be- beautiful a- scenery, and he's like uh, some kind of retirement, huh? <laughs> and he just kind of, he it just you could tell that he did that only a couple of times. And he's like, yeah, it's perfect. Let's not change anything. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. You know, this is one of those episodes where I wish Holly was like out, out doing the show with us. Yeah. Because she she had so much feedback when watching the movie, so it's like the perfect setup. We're watching it, and like so they save the day, 
and uh, they teleport a part of Texas back to Eternia. I'm sure they disposed of it properly. And he decides he's going to stay. So he's wearing this like weird tunic. He's got this like hot girl on his la- shoulder. He's like, "You sure you're going to stay, Detective Lubick?" Ah, hey, maybe I got my own castle. I got my own girl. Yeah, I was like, you know, nice view, great retirement, huh? <laughs> she turns to me and says, "Wait, wait, who's the girl?" I says, well, "It's his girl." Yeah. I says, "Where did he get the tunic?" Is what do you mean? They've only been there like ten minutes. How does he have a castle? <laughs> I just turned to her and was like, "He's not a slacker." <laughs> Slacker, just like your <laughs> old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got your point. Exactly. That's what. That's what happens when you're not a slacker. You're in a new. You're in a, like a, a alternate dimension. Immediately, they're like, "Hey, uh, you have a castle? No. You should have one." I, they, I agree. <laughs> yeah. They don't even go into the fact that he could have had a wife or kids or a girlfriend or. That like, would even be even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Let's see you're trying to get alimony out of me now. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck paying that prep school bill. Fuck you. <laughs> he just got up and fucking disappeared. <laughs> it's like the one character I want more more backstory on. If he's gonna abandon everything. Yeah, it's like he's like he's Detective Lubick from the alternate universe and back to the future where Biff controls everything. Like that 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 <laughs> That's that. That's Detective Lubick from like. That's the character in Masters of the Universe. Oh, you heard me. <laughs> that's the guy. Like when he fucking comes out with a shotgun on Marty McFly. It's like that. That's the same fucking guy that's in Masters of the Universe. Oh, you know, there's there's like. Even like when they were doing in the the high school prom room, I'm thinking, yeah. So you know. <laughs> it's like this is like Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, that would have been a great fucking crossover if they if they teleported into He Man, uh, He Man yeah, right. teleported into the Back to the Future Earth. Hell, I mean, it's only two years removed. I mean, but, uh, get rid of Courtney Cox and the kid. Just keep Lubick, but make him more like the detective from uh, Night of the Creeps. Oh yeah, a bit more suicidal. A little on edge, yeah, and then put him in a weird land, and like, yeah, I'll take a tunic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, right. and, then, I, and then of course they, they, you know, spoiler alert: they save they save Christy Cox, par- uh, Courtney. Yeah, Cox and par- she comes yeah. out in what I could only describe as an outfit that you would wear on this, you know, a fucking house in a prairie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Holly, we're watching. I say that's what she wears to bed. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. I mean, she's and wearing she, she's wearing a fucking comforter. It, it just. But then she runs out to find her boyfriend Kevin. He's fully dressed, like the same clothing he had on. Yeah. What the. Fuck? Yeah, it's like she's fucking. She's she's dressed like a dugger. Uh, he's wearing the same clothes. Yeah. So, but but how how far back, how far back were they when her parents died? I mean, how far back in time did they go? Uh, I I. Don't want to say that it was like a couple of years because I I don't think it was that long. Had to be because she's telling like Kevin's like you you, you know I ever tell you it's my fault. It's like what do you mean? It's like this didn't come up like when it happened. Right. Was he was this your boyfriend when they died? I mean, I forget what the year was on the tombstone. Shit. Oh fuck! That's a good idea to check that out. I'll, I'll check it out right now while we're talking. Go ahead and check it out right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, but I, I'll, the one thing I want to mention, and I'll, 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 I'll hand this off to you, when you talked about how the movie's kind of boring, yeah. here's a great example, is that um, 
there's the one sequence where they're they're in Texas and apparently everyone left town for the weekend because yeah. there's like nobody on the streets. There's like fucking people skeleton heads like floating around on thrones with snakes and shit, and not even there's not even any homeless people around to throw away their liquor bottle and walk away shaking their head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's it's that desolate. Um, so you get to the point where they bring out they they teleport in or uh, whatever you call it. Um, guys riding on the, the foot flyers. Sure, yeah, which looked awful. They looked awful in, in um, Back to the... Not Back to the Future. Highlander, they looked awful in Highlander 2. Yeah. They looked... Never have... They even looked awful when Spider-Man did it with the Green Goblin. Whenever you're standing on something that's flying, it does not look good. No. Even no, when they it, did it in Spider-Man 3, when they had a few years later and a lot more money, like two, three hundred million, it still looked bad. You know what? The, the, it's just the physics don't work. It's like that. What, what is it called now? Those things you stand on that, that hurt you. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Yeah, they're not a. They're not a board. They don't hover. How are they fucking hoverboards? They're retarded. They're not a board. I know that's and they not don't the hover. politically that's correct saying. way to say that. But, but. <laughs> I've never. All I've ever seen is videos of people hurting themselves on them. I've never seen someone successfully ride one of those. Didn't Mike Tyson? Didn't they have a video of Mike Tyson falling on his ass too? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty I, I sure. So. I'm pretty sure there's a video of Mike Tyson falling on his ass trying to use one. But um, w- what I'm getting at is the physics don't work. No, it's like watching um, Mr. F- it's like watching Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movies. I don't Hell, care which if, one you if, watch. If they made a real board that hovered that could do that, and someone mastered it, it would still look dumb. You, you, it's still it's impossible though because the physics standing on something flying like that, you're not going to do it unless you're leaning at like a 45 degree angle forward, and that's just going to look weird. Or your boots are magnetically attached yeah. to them in some way. Right. So what I'm getting at is they have the scene where they have the guys flying on the hoverboards, and eventually He-Man steals one. Yep. Uh, and I, I kind of flash back to when I was a kid in the theater watching Star Wars, uh, the um, Jedi Returns, whatever it's called. The third one, the thir- yeah, the and, Return of the Jedi, and they have Return of Jedi, and they have the whole thing with the speeders yeah. through the. the, the, the remember how exciting that that scene was? Sure. Right. Remove all of that excitement. <laughs> and I'm I'm watching the He-Man movie, and I'm thinking, this should not be boring me to death. There's actually a lot going on. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of action, and I'm ready to fall asleep. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, no, it's poor execution. Um, yeah, it's just really what it comes down to. Well, even with the bad special effects, though, just the fact that there's, there's action happening on the screen, and for some reason, just the, they filmed the action in just the right way, where it had the opposite effect of being actiony. It's non-actiony. Yeah. So, what's the year on the tombstone? Have you gotten it? I'm still getting it. Bear with me. Here, I'll get I, it. I, that's why I was throwing that to you. I'm getting it. Just. I get it. I bet I get it I'm before get- you. No, see now, now you're now you're now you're like challenging me, and I don't like that well, because you don't like uh, confrontation. I know. Well, no, I enjoy confrontation. It never ends well for me. Um, but we both can't do it at once because one of us has to be talking, and this is a show, radio show. Yeah, but no, it just I get it before you. No, no, no I I handed it yeah, off. Yeah, here to it you. is. I you got it. Talk now. Now it's your it. turn. It's right here. No, I got it. God damn it. <laughs> It's at the 25-minute mark. I'm at it, too. But they're talking. They won't look at the tombstones again. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, here it is. I'm going to get it first. No, you're not. You're not. I'm telling you, you're not. Problem is, it's right up against the scene where they're eating ribs. If there's ever a scene where the people are eating ribs in your space adventure movie, just 
shit can the whole film right there. Yeah. No. What? This used to be alive? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they don't have ribs on Eternia. Yeah, I know. They're, they're fucking vegan. Yeah. What, what I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you're not going to be ripped like that if you're not eating some kind of fucking protein or meat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, then again, it's a desert. So, uh, aha, I got it. 1986. So it's a year before. A year. Well, and you got to. If the film was released in 87, they were making it in 86. So either they planned ahead or it happened like within the year. So right. they haven't been dead that long. So, yeah, it's a short period of time. All right. I, it just seems dead. weird that... It was like, so your boyfriend was dressed in the same then as he did now? I mean, that's just sad. <laughs> but I guess if it's under a year, I guess... I, I, anyway. She was just talking about it like it happened like like a decade ago. It was like so distant. Yeah, no, it was recent. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Courtney Cox's character, dumbest chick on the planet. Pretty stupid. Oh, <laughs> oh there's my dead mother, and she wants the key. This all makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Mom, I miss you. Why did you leave? <laughs> Everybody's pissed at Lubick because he doesn't buy the whole, uh, you know. Space from an monsters alternate from a different universe. dimension thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, come on, Rubik, this is real. Meanwhile, she the minute she sees her dead mother, she's like, oh, obviously this is not a ruse. <laughs> All right, on, let, let's go ahead and rate this. Mm, I have I have one more comment. Okay. Oh. All right. I think I know where you're going with this. No, you don't. Why sure. Were you, going you, met, with you it? mentioned it earlier. What I mentioned that you would get into it, the whole Skeletor thing. Oh, that's something different. I'm just talking about from the cartoon in the, in the toys. There's a whole male uh, homoerotic sexuality thing going on between Hel He Man and Skeletor. They're both parts of the male ego, yep. and Skeletor is the circumcised male ego. Oh, and uh, that's why he's got the skull face. He Man is, and the, then is the is the unclipped. Is the unclipped, and they both <laughs> each have half the sword, so they all have. So it's it's all like a mal the, the whole sword is a male phallic symbol to begin with. Uh, don't forget, He-Man rides a t uh, uh, a tiger, which is a feline. So it's almost like he has tamed the female uh, pers persona, as you will, male master over the female. Where Skeletor um, is is dominated by evil Lin and stuff. So there's the uh, you know, it, it's there's a lot going on there. It's a bit of a stretch, but I like it. I, I <laughs> Skeletor as the circumcised male ego. Seriously, that's why he's angry. No. But I still like it. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you think? No. Yeah. No. All right. Fine. Nah. Um, but no. But I was going to say was the only uh, the one thing that bugged me near the end. It was like okay, in the beginning of the film, remember they, they they teleport themselves into, for better lack of a word, teleport yeah. into Castle Grayskull, where Skeletor and his men are. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, we made a mistake. We have to teleport out of here real quick. Well, oh. they're armed, and there's only like a handful of men there with Skeletor. Then at the end of the film, they kidnap He-Man and his friends teleport in. There's more people, yeah. and now, <laughs> and now Skeletor is uh, a a master of the universe, a god, I guess you could say. And all of a sudden, somehow, the 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 tables have tipped in favor of He-Man and his and his cronies. Oh, so yeah, it they, doesn't make sense. They could have just as easily if, if they could defeat Skeletor as a god with all these extra henchmen at the end of the film, they could have easily captured... They could have easily overthrown him at the beginning of the film with less men. Yeah, they wouldn't have had to go anywhere. 
That's all. That, that's yeah. I, I really it's like it's, no. It's, it's, it's a very good observation, but then there's, the same, then there's no the shitty movie. So yeah, I, I just it's like all right, they're fighting just like they were in the beginning. What's the difference here? Okay, they have a car to hide behind, and they have like one guy with a shotgun. Did, did Lubick really? T- that's why they gave him a castle because he tipped the scales. <laughs> They've got lasers. They're, like, what's this strange thing that shoots metal? <laughs> this is like, my shotgun. What are you talking about? It's a strange boomstick. You are our master now. They're in his debt. Yeah. They, even Ash could have tr- crossed over to He Man. Now there would have been a movie. Oh, there you go. There you go. Mm. All right. So on IMDb, the film is I think five point three. Yes. Okay. What do we want to give it? Um, not a five. I, I was going to say four. Um, because it's well below average. The only reason I'm not saying three is because I dug Evil Lynn in Skeletor's uh, costumes, <laughs> and and you know what? I kind of got the concepts, like like how they tried to do Castle Grayskull, where the top statues were all the people that were like used it for good, and then right. below was like all the people that used it for evil. So it's kind of a neutral castle with the power. I, I, there, there was so much effort from a creative standpoint into the film, even though much of it wasn't understandable or didn't make it past the, the, the producers who were jackasses. Um, I, I give a lot of credit just for that kind of... Uh, just the fact they wanted to dedicate it to Steve Ditko. I was like, yeah, you deserve a star just for that. Okay, so four. So I, I, I would say I'm, I'm happy with four. All right, cool. All right, so now my movie challenge. Hang on, hang on, real quick. Uh, the demographics oh, demographics. On this. Go for it. Um, okay. <sighs> males under 18. Uh-huh. No females under 18 have rated this film. At all? No females under 18 wow. have rated Only males under 18, and they give it an astounding 3.6 average. <laughs> and there's only 15 of them. So if you're not our age, you don't get it. <laughs> not even enough for a four. Uh, the highest rating is, uh, oh, that's weird. The highest rating is females aged 18 to 29 at six. Huh. That's weird. They're liking that Dolph Lundgren. I guess. And the second highest after that is females aged 30 to 44, 5.7. What the fuck? Technically... Yeah, females have a higher have like a five a point five higher average on this film than males. It makes more sense. <coughs> Excuse me. Now there's less now there, males that voted on the film twenty one thousand females just under two thousand. So there's a the, there's a lot less. But those fewer females dug the film more than the males. Hmm. That is weird. And three IMDb staff six point three. What the fuck? Okay, they're they're in our age bracket then. Yeah, but six point three—that means uh, nostalgia alone. That means one of the INDB staff gave this film higher than a six six point three. Yeah, it's probably someone a, a seven or someone an eight. I, no, no, I don't care what age bracket you're in. Somebody on the IMDB staff gave this film a rating higher than six. <laughs> they need to be fired. Yeah, uh, yes. Or at least publicly chastised. I don't want them to lose their job, but they should be—they should be pointed at and laughed at. For a good, I'd say five to seven minutes tops. Wow, that is a long time. Well, I, I, it's it's a very over six stars. <laughs> How long would the show be now if I tried to convince you to give He Man a seven? We uh, we'd have to take a lot of breaks. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be filibuster time. So I don't think we're either of us are in the mood for it. So yeah, fuck that. 
there's there's yeah. no way I would give into it either because so what, what I would end up <laughs> exactly. doing is I would just start playing the, the the end music over you trying to convince me to put it at a seven, and I'm just not gonna uh, I just would never agree to it. Exactly. Thank you. That's my yeah. point. Wow, that's fucked up. All right, so my movie challenge. Yes. Uh, the only film I kept thinking of throughout the entire time I'm watching uh, Masters in the Universe was only one movie, and it was because of Billy Barty. Um, because of the costume that he had, did not look like anything out of Masters of the Universe, but it, oh, no. looked, but it looked like it came out of another no. film. No. <laughs> no. Go, go ahead and guess if you know. Is it where... a film that Billy Barty's in? Yeah. No, I'm not doing Legend. <laughs> For the love of God, I'm not doing Legend. So it works both ways that he's also in the film, but it's his character looked like it should have oh. been in the movie Legend. Oh, you son of a bitch! You know, here's the thing: I got confused. We, you have to who... you have to watch the director's cut too. I want to review the director's oh, cut. Here's the deal: I I was confused, and I thought I had challenged Master of the Universe to Joey. Because the last two or three films, it was very... In my head, it got muddled. Right. So I'm trying to find a challenge. And I actually looked at Billy Barty, and I come, came across Legend. And I said out loud, there's no fucking way I'm challenging that. Because I don't feel like sitting through it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, son of a bitch. That, that's, now, the whole, that's the whole point of these challenges, is to hurt us. <laughs> we have to oh, hurt each oh. other. We've stopped doing that, I think. <laughs> and here's the thing this is the perspective that, 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 that we're going to be coming from you don't like the film I still kind of dig it oh I never liked the film um, now even though I want to review the director's cut that is a slightly different vision it's a much darker uh, even down to the music cut of the movie uh, that, that, that's okay for me because I'll be in a dark place anyway Oh, okay. Um, so we can go back and forth and kind of talk a little bit about the theatrical cut. Uh, huh. you know. Don't make me watch both. No, no, no. I, I know both co both versions very well. God damn it. And maybe I can get Mayor to watch this one with me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be hard. I, I have no idea. It might be a tough call. Do you have the director's cut? If you don't, you can watch it on my Plex. I believe I do. Oh, I believe okay. I do have it. Um, cool. Not because I want it. It's a Ridley Scott I, movie, too. Yeah, oh, good. Because he's <laughs> such a hero of mine. For sure. You know what? I think Joel Schumacher's made more films I enjoyed than Ridley Scott. No, I don't think so. You know what? You say that, but then when you look at Joel Schumacher's stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, I actually like that. Like, Joel Schumacher, his thing is like, like shit, shit, shit. Holy fuck, where'd he pull that out of his ass? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> It's like if every third Ubol film was Postal or Rampage. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Do you know there's two sequels to Rampage? No. Well, yeah, I don't want to say no. Y yes, I did know that. I, I, I just watched the third one. Kind of just uh, blocked it out. I, I, I think they're the best thing he's done. I don't think, I don't, I'm not saying oh, they're great. So, so Ubol has directed the sequels as well? Yeah. Yeah, they're all his. <laughs> oh, fuck. And actually, uh, Rampage 3 was Ubol's last film. That's like the last done. thing he did. He's the last thing he's doing. He's retiring. <clears throat> oh, really? The end, of the, the end of the film is him tipping his hat and walking away from the camera, like "fuck everybody, I'm done." I don't buy yeah. it. 
I think he'll come back and do something. No, I think he's done. I think he's tired. He's tired. I think he's tired. I, 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 I think he. I think the thing that he was making money on, he was like the like, like he was like the modern version of um, Canon. Yes. Except, but he, he was like making these shitty low budget films because he knew with the streaming and DVD rights and fucking YouTube or um, uh, you know everything, he knew he was making a profit no matter what. And I think he just burned himself out. I think like he made his money. And he's like, you know, what? I'm fucking done. Maybe you know what? What's interesting about U Bowl is that when he was making the first couple of films, studios were giving him real money to do that stuff because they were like, yeah, he's making a video game movie, and they uh-huh. never seen anything he'd done before, and it was just like, oh, we're gonna give him a shit ton of money to make, um, oh, Dungeon Siege. It's like, yeah, we'll give we'll give him a ton of money to make Dungeon uh, Siege. Go back further. Go back further. What Alone House in the, the Dark, Dead. House of the Dead, and Alone in the Dark. Oh, oh! He did those first. Ow, yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's had a flashback to him. So how did he get all the money to do Dungeon Siege and an all-star cast, I might add? Jonathan fucking Statham is in Dungeon Siege. Yeah. He was so fucking big when Dungeon Siege came out. Transporter, Snatch. I mean, like, he was, like, on fire. How did he get him to do fucking Dungeon Siege? I don't know. (laughs) Nazi gold. Yeah. That's what it was, Nazi gold. Uh, uh, oh, all right. by the way, look, look at what I just started reading. Oh, no. The novelization. Get the fuck out of here. And you know what You know what I love about like these novelizations? I'm, on, I, I'm only on page 15, but so far, nothing from the film. <laughs> it's, like, it's like all this backstory that's not needed. Oh, God, and, really? Yeah, well, not 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 needed, but it's like it's all this backstory that's not in the movie because it's a book, so they have extra time. And I, I I'm just they don't do many of these anymore because you know you don't no one has to read the book you know you just stream it into your house. But uh, these, these like '80s adaptations of movies just fucking interesting. I I sure. I hope I, I had a bunch work. of them. I had one for Goonies. I had one for Labyrinth. Um, I remember. I remember reading the Explorers when it came out when I was a kid. I used to read them. Right. I, I still remember have, that. I, still I never have had it. Novelization of Remo Williams: The Adventure Begins. Oh, really? That's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, I still have that. Cool. From then, I, I still have the original copy I read as a kid. Ha ha. Ha ha. So there. Some stuff I hang on to. Yeah. Yeah, my parents threw a lot of my shit away. I had a whole Zork collection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a couple of those. The yeah. books, yeah. The Infocom store. I've got a bunch of inf- Infocom books. I got, I, I've got them uh, online. <coughs> Whoa. Um, sk- well, I'm well, sorry. On I that note, let's that. Uh, let, let's end the show. Hang on, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, I just got to mention that you're getting off lucky because How? if I was challenging you, we be what you'd be watching Lords of Salem. Yeah, because of the the Meg Foster Meg time, Foster. which I haven't right. seen Lords of Salem, so that connection. Wouldn't even have crossed my mind. Now, here's what I want to do. Okay. We're coming up on October. Oh, Halloween. I don't think we've done enough on Halloween the past few years. We haven't. As a matter of fact, I believe the only Halloween episode we ever did was like episode five, which is like 200 and something episodes ago. And that's it. I I want to... Flip the format for October. We'll do Legend. Okay. God damn you. Next week. Sure, it'll still after be September. That, yeah. After that, the next four Thursdays, which are all in September. October. I would 
October. Yeah, that's what I meant. I w- want us each to bring. We're not going to do full episode length reviews, but I want us to bring each to the table two horror films to talk about. So we're going to have four movies to talk about. Yeah, but we're not going to like re- formally review each one. But I want to just get us into a discussion on these horror films and talk about. I want to see how many, how much horror we can cover in a month. Okay. And I want to. And I want to like I want to get more of a thing going on our Facebook page where people mention their own horror films, and we'll talk about those too. I just want it to be like each episode, like an hour, hour and a half, open just forum. an open discussion of like horror films. Cool. I'm and and it. but like focus on focus on like two. We'll, we'll, we'll each have two horror films on hand. Now, to, are we going into in the there. episode uh, without telling each other? Yeah. We'll do a blind. It'll be interesting to see if we come up with same horror films on some of the. Well, nights. I'm sure. I'm sure each of us. Could, I, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of horror films out there. Well, there are a and, lot, and it shouldn't be anything we've already reviewed fully. Fine. Obviously, I've already got um, one in mind. Yep, yeah, I've already got ten in mind, so we're good. But uh, I, I just think that just to get us springboarded into talking about horror films, because I think I know you and I will cover a lot during that, both from experience and just talking about the movies. Yeah. And I, and I do want to start. I, I want to incorporate anything from the Facebook page. I want to even post a poll of favorite horror films, uh, and put a bunch of our own up there, and see how that fills up over the month. Because I, I really just want to get. I, I really want to really cover horror films far beyond one review a week. I love it. Let's do it. Because uh, I think you and I have enough experience where, like, we can launch into like Rob Zombie's stuff just as an example sure since since i mentioned swords of salem we could launch into a whole discussion of rob zombie stuff from uh his from um what's the first one? Oh, you mean uh, house of a thousand corpses thank you house oh. of a thousand corpses up to 31 you know which i haven't watched sure. yet but so i, I guess mean, i should watch lords of salem and 31 no no you, no, no, no i'm just saying we we could if if I brought up like Rob Zombie, you and I could talk about Rob Zombie for an hour. Oh, easily. He's, but so that's what I'm saying. I haven't no seen Lords of bring. Salem, and Thirty One just came out. I should just do a like a little mini marathon. Well, I'm I'm going to because I haven't even seen Halloween Two all the way through. I've seen most Dude, of it. You're not missing much, but you know what? Watch that before Lords of Salem, because here's the deal: you you watched Halloween, right? Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna watch Halloween Two, and you're gonna hate it. Okay. Okay. Then you're gonna watch Lords Lords of Salem, and then at some point you're gonna think back to Halloween too and think, well, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or and you're gonna see where he's going, the progression of his madness, and I think Thirty One is him bouncing back to reality. Oh shit! What did I think? I was Stanley fucking Kubrick. Yeah, you did, but you got out of that. I, I've, actually, I've actually, I've uh, actually, I've heard from someone that has seen it that they just they said to me or they said to the person that was telling me that what they said, they said. I just don't know where he's going with this anymore, and that's not a good sign. No, and that's that's why it, there's a there's a and this is what this is what's going to happen in our Halloween episodes. <laughs> it's there's a progression. You have to watch Halloween, Halloween Two, Lords of Salem. It's all right. I'm doing horror films. I'm getting artsy. I've lost my fucking mind. <laughs> and then I think Thirty One is shit. I need to get back to, to the the basics that that got me here. See, from what I from what I've heard it. They they've told me that I don't know what he's trying to do anymore. They they say that thirty one is it feels very art house horror. So it's well, that's what ar- House they, of a Thousand Corpses was. They say it's very artsy, and they they don't know what he's. But that's trying what to he do. does. House of a Thousand Corpses was artsy. 
People have forgotten yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. They really that have. That was House of Horror. It was. Totally. Yeah. We saw that in a theater together. That was the night yes, the, fil did. the film no, no, no. broke. Not a theater. Watching your basement together. No, we watched Devil's Rejects in my basement. Oh, that's right. Okay, you're correct. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because the sound cut out. And we we're like, is this part of the film? Because that's ingenious now. It's just the sound. Yeah, cut exactly, because it was panning out. It was a long crane shot. And it was, it was coming shot, out, coming yeah. out, coming out, and it's dead silent. And Scott and I lean over to each other, like, is this supposed to be like this? And Scott's like, I don't know, but I'm digging it. And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if it's supposed to be like that. And then next thing you know, the lights turn on. It's like, fuck, it's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I saw Blair Witch in the theater, and just before the night, the last night scene, it's just like day, and the camera's pointing at the sky, and all of a sudden the lights came up. It's like, that's a weird ending. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I, and, and, you know what? And just for closing, since we're going to Halloween, I am going to say that it's going to sound weird, but I'm relieved that the Blair Witch film coming out is a sequel and not a reboot. Oh, I heard it sucked. I don't care. I'm glad it's a sequel. Okay. And everyone's going to say it sucked no matter what because it's the Blair Witch sequel. Yeah. So I, I'm not listening to anybody. Because you, you listen to everybody now and say, oh, Blair Witch, the original film sucked. Yeah, that's why it made like so much fucking money and yeah. everyone was talking about it for a year. $200 million dollars yeah. and it cost like, like 30000 Yeah, Yeah, and everybody was talking about it for a year fucking solid. Yeah, it sucked. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you sound real trendy now. Um, I just want to see it. I don't care what anybody says. I'll make my no, decision. No, I'll see it. You remember when um, we watched the second one? What was that, Book of Shadows? We watched the second one in my apartment. Or no, your apartment. House. Your apartment. My apartment, And yeah. do you remember we watched it, and then at the end it said you have to watch it again to enter some contest and look for all well, these no. secrets? Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a contest. They, they revealed that throughout the film there's five parts where these images are appear i'm like oh shit let's go back and find them and like we're halfway through and i, I and i i was like wait a minute motherfucker they just what? made us watch it a second time they forced <laughs> they, they they tricked us into watching the shitty film twice what the fuck <laughs> god damn it the biggest trick the devil ever made was making me watch blair witch 2 <laughs> like back to back like when we saw that at the end we just went back and we're like shit we just started trying to find this shit. It's just like, fuck. Oh, only good part of that entire film. Fucking witch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what we just did now for 10 minutes, I want to do that uh, for every episode next month. I can't wait. All I, right. All right, let's go so ahead and end we, the we, show. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll each bring like two, two horror films to the table. The next episode is Legend. Next episode is Legend, Director's Cut. Oh. All right, everybody, thanks again, as always, for joining us for episode 220 of Movie Sucktastic, where we reviewed the film. How about I just watch Willow in slow motion? That Masters of the Universe. No, that doesn't count. Ah. Uh, yeah, Billy Barty's in that one, too. They should have just had him play the baby. <laughs> too far? Uh, yeah, go to our website at uh, moviesucktastic.com. Listen to all of the episodes there. You can download them as well. especially the Jaws 3D episode. Yes, which I fought tooth and nail with YouTube about, and it got put up. We even get, we're even getting comments on it now. It, oh, I have to go and look at that, because I love that episode. Yeah. Uh, you can actually listen to the show live every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Uh, so you can go to our website, and you can do that as well. 
Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and you can uh, you can watch all the trailers, you can get in on the discussion, you can click a link that will take you to the live stream every Thursday. It's all there waiting for you. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com if you want to leave us an email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. If you want, you can also do a Google search for us. Uh, Google it! Yeah, I fucked that up. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, uh, Scott's favorite no, search engine? You did it perfectly. Google it. Yeah, Google it. What do you do, Big it? No. Fuck Bing. No, that's not how I say it, but it's all right. Anyway, uh, you can get the free Android app for your uh, your Android phone or tablet, whatever you're using these days. But it's totally free, and everything I mentioned is in there. And uh, that's about it. So go ahead and uh, Google us. Come out, come and come and find us. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? How is the loneliness of being good? Is it as <laughs> is it measured to the loneliness of being evil? <laughs> nice. Uh, curious quartet. And then, and then Holly turns to me. Oh, he's lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, because everybody. Because he misses his foreskin. But yeah, well, yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. We'll, we'll, we'll talk next week and you'll hear us. Uh, yeah, talk just don't too. talk over my line. <clears throat> Sorry, sir. Been doing that like since, well, since episode two, I think. Apologize. Don't. Yeah. That, no, because I don't believe it. It was, it was unintentional. Yeah. <sighs> All right, everyone. Bye, bye. 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 I'll be back.